You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hi, everyone. You're listening to your superpowered mind, and this is our very first episode. I am really excited that you're here. I am your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this podcast, it is my hope that you are going to be able to learn tools and strategies that are going to be able to help you master your mind and connect to your personal power so you can transform yourself and the world around you. Our guest today is Tonya Donrekla, and she is, in my mind, the perfect guest to start us off. Tonya is a coach who actually started her career as a counterintelligence agent. She went on to found Superpower Experts, where she now guides people to discover their superpowers and so that together we can all change the world. Tonya is, she just happens to be, my own personal mentor, and I like to say that she has rocked my world. Tonya has a way of saying things that really helped me shift my perspective and to know and understand the truth of my own power and potential. And I can't wait to share her wisdom with you all today. So welcome, Tonya. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so incredibly honored at the birthing of this show. And you're the perfect, absolutely perfect host to be, uh, you know, kind of bringing it into existence. So you have such a, a wisdom to you in terms of how to work with the mind. And I'm absolutely honored to be able to journey beside you. Well, thank you. It's, uh, the feeling is definitely very much mutual. Mm. And what I want to do is ask a question that I always want to know when I meet people who are who just impress me with what they do and how they show up in the world. And that is, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your own mind? Mm, I love this question. As you know, we're, we're all things superpowers here, superpower experts. But the, the mind piece, I think, is such a powerful dialogue. We live in such a mind-focused society. And so before I answer that just point blank, I'm, I'm going to say that it, it was a journey for sure for me. I have uh, two different degrees. One's an advanced degree in critical thinking, and then I was a counterintelligence agent. So I had spent a lot of time and money honing my ability to think and finding out that it, maybe it wasn't the most valuable skill set that I had was quite a rude awakening. Um, and so what I learned from mastering the mind was, was I kind of went through this love-hate trial with the mind for a little bit um, as I was trying to get it to quiet down and follow all the rules that I had learned about in, in any sort of spiritual growth communities was, you know, the mind was evil or whatever. And what I found was that my mind, like I have a very powerful mind for a very specific reason. And when I finally gave myself permission to kind of stopped judging that and trying to fit into someone else's box and rather just stepped into my own. It was like, Oh, look at that. Like, like maybe I don't want to quiet my mind. Maybe my mind isn't designed to be quieted. And when I developed that relationship, what I found was that, uh, I mean, I, my, the processes and systems and, and the puzzles and the, the superpowers that have come forward, the, 
the um, you know futures that I can see and the the psychic ability and all of that came online once I kind of crafted that relationship once I relaxed into that relationship and so I would say all of them happened because of mastering the mind. Wow, that's that's so great to hear. I've been wanting to ask you this question for a while because it, it's so one of the things that I love in working with you is that you help to point out um, ways that, you know, I can think about things or I can feel into things differently, but you uh, at the base of your message is always that who you are and what you are is good. And the way you are is exactly who you should be. And so it's a, it's really so much a process of relaxing into who you are. And that's a lot of what I'm learning from you. So I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So was there any process, you know, to get to, you know, to this realization of, of accepting your mind and all of its powers, you know, a process you followed or some realization you had, or, you know, what, what allowed you to get to this level of sort of mastery in your mind? Um, I would say that the process followed the realization in the sense that, um, the, the kind of inception point for all of this for me was a really, actually, it kind of came about in a weird way. It was, it was a very casual observance of uh, my husband, Justin, got, you know, there was something that we had set our minds on, like a goal, like there was something we were going to accomplish. And then, you know, it came to fruition. And I was kind of on to the next thing, you know, and he's like, can't you just be excited that, that this is what we've been working for? I was like, yeah, but of course it happened. Like for me, it just is, you know, like when you can see with that level of vision and, and see all the potential futures and everything else, it's like nothing really surprises you. And so for me, it was like, it, it just was, but his question, I could feel that, you know, as my husband, he was wanting me to participate in the excitement with him. And so I kind of stopped and asked, you know, is there something wrong with me? Like, shouldn't I be excited? Like, we've been working toward this. And, you know, I remember asking that question, like, why can't I just be excited about this? And I kind of said to him, I am excited. Like, this is me excited, right? Like, very kind of robotic, like, whatever. Um, and I remember I walked back to the bedroom and went to go brush my teeth or something innocuous like that. And it and immediately got this hit about how things manifest in our physical environment. And um, I heard it was like the five steps of transformation. And it was this idea that, you know, first the spirit has to see it, then the mind has to kind of get it. And anything that's in the mind that is a hindrance to that has to be worked through. Same with the emotional system, same with the body. And then it materializes in the physical environment. And, and so it made so much sense to me that by the time it materialized in the physical environment, I had already lived it in about four different ways and was on to the next thing. And so it kind of allowed me to, to do what you spoke about, which is kind of relax into like, this is kind of how I am and it's, and it's okay. Um, but from that came this whole dialogue of like, you are not your mind. And it's like, okay, well, then what am I? And it just like this ongoing journey through, okay, if I'm not my mind, then what am I? And then if I'm not my emotional system, what am I? If I'm not my body, what am I? And just this, this constant kind of awareness developed. Um, and even though the realization was there and the awareness was there, it was the, the work, the hard work to kind of reprogram behaviors and thought processes and all this other stuff that started after the realization. And, and I've used many, many, many processes, um, 
you know, the biggest one with the mind that, I, that I'm very fond of is, you know, a lot of times we get stuck in past thinking or future thinking. Well, as we all know, past thinking, you know, the, the mind can only recall information that it's already done or that it's seen done. And so it's not really helpful as an evolutionary tool if it's mulling around in the past. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of adopted the, the 10 second rule. If it happened more than 10 seconds ago, then it just doesn't matter. And I find that the mind is really fond of rules. And, and if you've agreed to a rule and you said, hey, you know, this is a rule and the mind's like, oh, okay, oops, I forgot. That's a rule, you know, and you're like, did it happen more than five seconds ago? And the mind will go, yeah, of course it was, it ha- that happened two weeks ago. And it's like, well, then it doesn't matter right now. Like it's, it's over. It happened. Um, and that's a good way to train it out of past thinking. And then for future thinking, as we all know, the future is, is just this, you know, kind of worrying and fast forward. And, um, you know, so, so there's this, this concept of just asking it as you find your mind kind of reeling on a decision that needs to be made or all these other things, then you're not really attending to the energy in the moment. Um, and, and an easy solution there is to say, you know, does a decision need to be made right now? And a decision never needs to be made right now. A decision may need to be made two seconds from now, but right now has already happened. Like the second you're aware of right now, it's already occurred. So it's like, you know, it's just kind of little tricks that you can play with your mind to keep it in the moment and keep it connected to that intuitive um, insight. Wow. That is such um, a different way of thinking from how I think a lot of us think in that realization. And I would love to um, have you share with us a little bit more about um, some tips about how you learn to develop these or what maybe we could do to try to incorporate that in our lives. But we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Before you go, Tonya, can you tell us where people can go to find out more about you? Sure. Then go to superpowerexperts.com and we have a quiz on the homepage uh, where they can find out one of their predisposed superpowers. And that's a lot of fun. So I encourage people to come play with us. Great. Thank you. Um, when we come back from this short break, we're going to be talking to Tonya about what steps you can take um, and what you can do to implement these changes into your own life. Thank you. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the superpower net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the first episode of Your Superpowered Mind, and we are talking to Tonya Don Breckla. And Tonya, I want to know, how do you um, use this ability to um, to sort of have an awareness of what your thinking is and yet still not get trapped up in it um, so that it completely guides you down the wrong path? Um, 
I want to know, do you have any practical steps for listeners who want to start to, you know, make friends with their mind in this way? Absolutely. Um, One question I get asked all the time is how do I know if this is an intuitive hit or if this is, you know, my ego or fear? Um, And the only thing that I have found that is helpful in this situation is to not go to the mind first, but rather get clarity through your intuition first, then go to the mind as a tool. Um, We're all trained to go to our minds for answers. It's the the schooling system, it's our society, it's all that stuff. Like we really do value logic and rational thinking. Um, So to untrain yourself in that and to retrain yourself in something different, it, it, it takes time. Like you have to be willing to kind of break patterns of behavior and, and instill new patterns, right? So the, so what I, what I suggest is first and foremost, connect with what it feels like when you're in your knowingness. And we all have examples of that. We may not acknowledge it, but we all have examples of what it feels like to feel full and whole and joyful. And if you connect into that feeling and kind of feel that kind of sensory perception of that, then you start to attune yourself to what isn't that. And the mind, that thought process of the mind, if you're not connected into that, um, will drop you down in frequency. And so that's really the very first step. And I know it's not sexy and it's not fun and there's work associated with it, but you know, managing and attuning your individual resonance, in my opinion, is the only surefire way to have that answer that you're looking for every single time. So... How would that look? I mean, because, you know, for those of us who are still just getting very um, learning to look with our intuition, you know, as we're going about our day, you know, how do you do that? How do you actually work that into your day? What did you do? Uh, first, I made a commitment to do it, honestly. Um, there's, there's a, there is a discipline to this. And so making the commitment and and kind of giving yourself a little like uh, like using the reward system, if you will, like like what's on the other side of this? Like what what is um, why would I be doing this? You know what what's the purpose? And when you when you can connect into the fact that maybe your journey or your evolution is is what you prefer over continuing to do things the way you've been doing, now you've got a motivating factor involved, and so it makes it easier sometimes to invoke that discipline. So I'd first just get very clear, like, do you want this trajectory? Are you really wanting to take this journey? Because it sounds fun. You know, everybody's like, oh, I want to wake up and I want to do these things and I want to change the world. It's like, okay, do you know what that means? And, and are you really committed to doing that? Because that's what it's going to take to invoke this over and over and over again. So, so for me, I just had to get really, really clear. And then after that, and it's not that it's all tough and it's, it's gruesome. It, it's just that we're so programmed through our collective consciousness and through our, you know, individual programs that it, it's challenging. Um, and so it's worthwhile to know why you're doing it. And so that's my first recommendation. And then right immediately following that is just start observing yourself. Um, observe how ideas like observe, does this feel good? Do I want to do this? Um, am I being guided in this way? Cause if you feel any sense of constriction, you know, tightness or, um, you know, uh, like what, what is one of the phrases someone shared? Like light is right. You know, in the sense that if you feel light and good about it, then, then do that. If it feels heavy and kind of constricted, really look at, is there an obligation there? Is there a fear there? You know, and you can just start to sense the difference and that's really valuable. Right. 
Yeah, that does sound, I, I, it's, um, I love how you're pointing out to, to try to go to our intuition rather than the mind, because there is this way in which we're trying to always constantly, um, or at least I am, you know, looking at <laughs> what does this mean? And, you know, what do I do about that? And what's the right reaction? Mm-hmm. So how would your, you know, how do you use your superpower now, like this ability to like look at your intuition and your mind um, and use them both and making decisions and in living, how, how has your life changed and how does life feel differently? Mm, beautiful. You know, I remember the moment I realized that I had succeeded in that quest in the sense of um, like the moment it felt like I got there, if you will, like it it was such a powerful moment. And I felt like my entire life prior to that, I was like running, like running towards something. Like there's something I had to do something. I remember early on dating Justin, he looked at me one day, he goes, can we just not grow today? And I was like, (laughs) no, like, what are you talking about? I was like, we got to go, 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 go. And I see that in a lot of my clients because there's, you know, this, most of us know, there's like this wave, this energy wave that we want to get on top of. And there's a specific place, a specific time and space collision that, that we know we need to jump on top of this wave. And as it gets closer, we do start to feel a little bit frantic because it's what we signed up for. And so, so I remember I, I, I felt compelled that way my entire existence. And when I got there, when I, and not that, I mean, at that moment, I kind of thought that was over and maybe there would be a good chance I would be transcending sometime soon. But it was like, that was just the beginning. But it was the culmination of the, the first phase of the journey, if you will. And then, you know, it opened up the space for everything that came after that, which is, you know, to answer your question, what I do now is I guide others and hold them accountable to the highest frequency. And it is the most miraculous existence. I, I could never have even imagined it. Um, but it, but it took all of that kind of commitment and understanding how to utilize the mind, understanding the, just the amazingly powerful tool that it is, um, but taking back control of it, if you will, so that I could use it as the tool that it is to um, guide myself and then ultimately to guide others. And now I'm guiding others to guide others. So it's this beautiful synergy and kind of outflowing that happened because I committed to doing that work. Wow. That's amazing. And I love that phrase, you're holding accountable to the highest frequency. There's something that, um, that I can just feel, like almost mm. feel the truth of it. Like that is Beautiful. where we want to be. And one of the things I, I love, you know, in our own work together, because I have been in the past, you know, very, um, I would say I felt very trapped in my mind, you know, really, really um, unable to stop the thoughts at times. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. And now um, through this work is realizing and so often, and I, you know, I never know if I say it right, that there's this choice. I can Mm. choose to go down one path or I can choose another path, which is in the higher, better feeling, um, more expansive, really just a wonderful place instead of being frantic. Mm, and beautiful. Yeah. So do you have anything to, I would love to see how you'd correct how I would say, not maybe not correct how I would say that, but <laughs> how would you frame that in your own words? <laughs> I, I absolutely would not. I think you, that was very eloquent. What I would say is, is just as a, a means of edifying you is that it, it's really common for highly intellectual professional women 
to feel that way. And, and kudos to you for stepping up and going, ah, this doesn't feel good anymore. Like I, I want something, even when you don't know what that something different might be, it, it's making the choice to say, I, I don't know what it is, but I've done this and now I, I want to try something mm-hmm. different, you know, because it really is having the courage to say, what if, you know, what if it can be different? What if I can be happy all the time? What if I don't have to wonder all these things? What if I don't have to feel guilt or shame or anxiety or whatever it is that comes up for people that took courage for you to step into that space, not really understanding what it looks like. And it is a very abstract concept. Most of us are drawn to it kind of like a moth to a flame, but we don't really understand it, you know, because until we get our minds online with that evolutionary journey, they can't comprehend it. And, and so, so it takes a real, it, it's like a, a true leap of faith, if you will, to jump into a space that you don't really get um, you can see a model, but you don't really know what your space is going to look like for you and what the implications are for your life. Um, and so, so, and again, and then to, to jump into that space and be able to overlay that space in your own evolution with, with these processes and the ability to articulate it in such a practical way, I'm incredibly impressed and continue to be impressed with your ability to kind of break it down and say, hey, these are the steps. And, and, and you've held me accountable to making sure that I understood those processes. Um, you know, I just, I just trust. I was kind of naive. I was like, okay, I just follow my guidance. But we need to be able to build those constructs and help people get the steps or more and more people won't be able to implement it. Right. Yes, thank you. I mean, and thank you for that acknowledgement too. That has been um, really one of the things I am really doing is actually – learning how to value my own worth rather than comparing and Mm. saying, but I'm not in that space and I don't do that. And, uh, and really, you know, having three daughters and seeing my friends and my sisters, I want really my goal is for everybody to learn how to um, find that, that freedom for themselves and that strength, Mm. because it really is a beautiful place to be rather than um, than where I felt like I started out, even though I was would have said I was happy. Um, and also, I just want to also say, I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but look, I'm talking. This I do this sometimes. This <laughs> and, is perfect. It's your show. <laughs> that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, is, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I was miserable. You know, when I started on this mm-hmm. journey, I just knew that I was driving myself crazy and I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. So if there are any of you who are listening, who are feeling really stuck and really trapped and really unhappy, and like you just are standing in your own way of being happy, you know, just know that that's, that's where we all, you know, well, that's where some of us start. Some of us start a little deeper down the hole than others. And it's just starting to recognize that, okay, there are ways I can, there is another way and other people have changed that. So mm, beautiful. Well, I think, it, you know, it's, it's important that it, it, to be able to look at your life and say, I get it. Like, you know, to have the, you know, a good relationship and maybe a profession or a business or what and the kids and everything else. And I, I mean, I remember the moment I looked just in the face and said, raising Neva is not enough for me. And it was mm-hmm. horrifying. Like that, that was, I mean, guilt and shame and just, just disgust at myself. I mean, it was, that was a hard, 
hard conversation to have. And, um, and of course he held that space beautifully for me, but as a mom, it was like, how can I say those words? She's this amazing, amazing being, but ultimately it wasn't enough. And, and, and what that allowed, just saying those words out loud, no matter how much they hurt, allowed us to start building something different say, what if we can all have it all? Like, what if, what if I can be totally fulfilled and happy and do my work in the world and be fulfilled raising my daughter and allow her to become so holy who she is and, and, and allow my husband to be holy who he is? What does that look like? And, and we just started working at it. We didn't know, we didn't have any answers, you know, but we, we were willing to have the conversation. And I think that that takes a lot of courage um, even within yourself to start having that conversation, you know, is, is where, where you started. And that that's really how, because you don't have to know how it's going to look. In fact, you probably can't know how it's going to look, but just have the courage to have the conversation with yourself. Yes. It's, and it, I, I've discovered that it really is hard sometimes to even ask the questions of yourself of what would what do you really want? Mm-hmm. You know, are you doing and being who you know you really are, that you sense you really are inside? And I, I love um, that you're saying that, you know, and talking, what a lovely idea to think about the whole family um, working together, mm-hmm. you know, to be, to be their, best, their best and to give the most to the world. So I, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I, before we wrap up, I am just wanting to know, I, I know I'm, cause I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this twice. Cause I know you have a million things you could tell us is <laughs> one is that, um, you know, to really start checking in, you know, with our intuit intuition, what feels with our knowingness and any other little tips or resources or something that you could suggest to the listeners who who might like the idea of this, this sort of freedom uh, from their mind and in their Absolutely. mind? Absolutely. I think the, the biggest one is, you know, we've touched on it, but I think it bears repeating in the sense of you recognize that, that you have all of your components and all of your idiosyncrasies and your experiences and the environment and everything else. You have all of that for a reason. You know, I, I often tell clients, like, I don't throw out anything. Like, nothing's an accident. And so it's kind of like the realization I came to with my mind, which is like, wait, maybe I want to have an active mind. Like maybe that's okay. And, and what if that's okay? And, and so start looking at all these things that you don't like about yourself or you're questioning or judging about yourself and say, wait, but what if on the other side of that, there's this real gift? Because one of the things we teach at Superpower Experts is that you are, all of our superpowers start off first as challenges. And when we neutralize that challenge and stop judging it and thinking it needs to look a certain way, then we get to start honing it as the superpower that it is. And that's really challenging sometimes when you're in the middle of the kind of tumultuousness of it. But all it takes is stopping and going, wait, what if this is okay about me? You know, And, and what if this was designed to catalyze something else? Like we are amazingly brilliant designers and creators of our existence. When you connect with that piece of you, you can see it all and see the brilliance of it. But it takes being able to kind of step back into that observer role we talked about earlier. And as long as your mind is controlling things, you can't see from that vantage point. 
And so just kind of take a breath and, and take a look up or expand out. That's another technique I, I use with people. Um, you know, for Neva, I remember when she was really young, um, I would tell her to imagine hugging the earth because she could, she could picture that. Like if you try to teach a, I think she was two at the time, you know, try to teach a two year old to expand her energy body out. And it's like, it gets a little quirky, but, it, but just picture yourself hugging the earth. Just get huge, you know, because a lot of times we, we, get, we get constricted around something and we try to hole up our entire energy body into our physical bodies. And it's like, no, like you're not a bot, you're not a spirit inside a body. You're this itty bitty physical body in, in the middle of this huge, enormous energetic body. And when you allow yourself to be that big in the world, you can see things differently. Um, and so it's a really fantastic technique to just remind yourself that you're so much greater than you think you are in every single moment. Uh, this is why it's so wonderful to have you around because what a great <laughs> reminder, you know, we spend our days beating ourselves up and then, Oh, it's just a relief, such a relief. Mm, it's beautiful. Thank so Tonya, it's been, I am so thrilled to uh, have had you and to, to share you today with other people. And I am really also so thankful to have you uh, in my life as just uh, to open me up to an entirely new perspective on, on how to live. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure. Like, like I've, I've told you many times, I'm not shy about it. I'm so, so excited about this space that you've opened up and this conversation. I'm so incredibly honored that you've had the courage to open this dialogue and share your voice in the superpower up arena, because these conversations are so necessary. It's great to talk esoterics and theories and everything else, but ultimately we have to be willing to invoke the steps that it takes to walk ourselves out of that old existence and into the new. And you are absolutely the best guide to do that. And so thank you for, for giving yourself to this mission and for walking that path, I know that it takes courage, and I honor that in you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, yes, I appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> we so, all need support. Yeah, Trust we me. all do. That's the thing. We all do, and we don't always know it. So before we go, can you please um, remind us again where listeners can learn more about you and uh, get some of your, some of your magic for themselves? Oh, absolutely. And go to superpowerexperts.com. We have all kinds of fun stuff there to include a quiz on the homepage. And you can find me on pretty much all the social media platforms. I think I'm the only Tonya Don Reckla out there running around. So, um, so I look forward to connecting with all of you and know that you have a place here and you're welcome. Thank you, Tonya. And all of you who are listening, thank you again for being here and uh, supporting me on my, this new venture. And our next episode of Your Superpowered Mind will be out next week. So until then, I want you to please try to remember that you do hold the power to master your mind and to transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 